All right, I'm Helen Wilco, and you're listening to the King Inc. podcast. King Inc. is Sunderland's monthly spoken word and poetry night. You'll find us at Pop Rex every month. Let's crack on. Little Boy by Phil Wardle. Little Boy in the Corner. Little Boy, what have you done? You're selling your special magic toy and swallowing all the cum. Little boy playing horsey, little boy make some noisy. Your sugar daddy's very bossy, and he needs another tossing. Little boy make your money, for sugar daddy's your money well spent. But you're a twenty-year-old man, and little boy you're not even bent. You turn another trick, for some it's quite a treat. More expensive than Alton Towers, costs to ride your meat. Little boy has all the power. And now he's got a mobile phone so daddy can ring for his ring. And all across the country, the little boys do sing. I have all the candy floss and condoms, and I want to be little boy king. Meet You on the Picket Line by Jilly Harrison This country is on strike. The workers have put down their tools and are ready to fight. This isn't a bunch of lefty walk snowflakes, but a gathering storm of anger and heartache. We're sick of our contracts being precarious, subject to the management being nefarious. As our wages are stolen, our living costs are rising, and we don't see any hope upon the horizon. The commercialisation of education and knowledge are being felt by staff in every college. Poor working conditions and unequal pay, with pensions mismanaged without any say. Our public services are being bled dry, and privatisation does no longer fly. The bosses get richer, widening the gap, while hard-working nurses are paid with the clap. The clients will suffer, the management cry but they don't see the suffering in front of their eyes. What we need is understanding and solidarity, cos these issues won't be solved over another cup of tea. Dockers, barristers, coffin makers, teachers unite. Posties, rail workers, medics, charity workers, border force unite. Across all the sectors, be ready to fight. We'll show we mean business with a general strike. Kevin Robson... Summary Justice I went out with a girl who worked for the Nash. We met over the signing on desk, drawing me fortnightly cash. We went to town, all neat Friday, then ended up in Fano's, getting home Saturday. It didn't really work, and it didn't end properly. She told me she had a new boyfriend in the army. I didn't see her for a while, and thought things could only get better. Then one Monday morning, I got an official brown envelope letter. Can you come in for an interview, cos you're fiddling and claiming? He was an old hand, pipe between teeth, not looking for blaming. He said, there's other job on the board for John Lang. They're looking for joiners, you can again rang. We've told them you're coming, you'll be signed off today. That's one more off me list. Hip, hip, hooray. I said, how were then, how did you know? He grinned, it's all right, son, don't weep. It was all about the company you chose not to keep. This poem is untitled, I am Leanne Maltas. My love pours, then spills, an unexpected chapter of a book I can't put down. I need a second to pause, rein myself back in, be tender with my heart. Maybe I am too much. My love is about to burst. 
Smartphones by Gary the Hat. A man collapsed and lay dying in the street. Pretty soon a crowd had gathered in their drones. He reached out his hand and he gasped, help me. But the crowd just reached for their phones. Social reality, not social media. That's what is needed here. Human interaction, not internet connection. That's what is needed here. Not phones smarter than their owners. Masters and their human slaves. There's no need to chip humanity when smartphones are all the rage. Kelly Dances in the Kitchen by Helen Wilgo Kelly Dances in the Kitchen I'm not talking about one toe tapping as she slices the onions, but the spinning of a car flipping off a road, causing casualties of cabbage leaves and carrot peel wheeling over the cliff top of the worktop, culminating in dizzy spinning. She's not sure why, but it brings a smile to her face, makes her heart race. Once, she slow-danced there with a lover, the morning he returned to his wife half a mile away. He'd played a song with borrowed significance, donned a suit, handed her a dress and said, don't worry about your hair. Her arms went around his neck and nothing was knocked over in the Banmarie ballroom. She could teach her how to fall in and out of love. She missed him so much, she'd stick her bare leg out into the cold side of the bed to take the edge off in case he came back. Cactus Daddy by J. Archer Avery I am the Cactus Daddy. I keep my family in the window. Oh, how they thrive. This particular spot has a good angle. It gets more sunlight than you'd expect, especially in the morning when I missed them. What is surprising is how each cactus has its own personality. That's probably just me projecting my humanity onto the cacti, which is unsurprising. It's human nature to seek connections. I am the cactus daddy. I keep my family together in the window, talk to them, watch them grow. In many ways, I'm more a father to them than my actual children, which means I am also kind of a prick. Prime seats in the beer garden. Water drips from planter boxes welded to cold steel of anti-burglary fencing. The mine hazy like grapefruit IPA. Steam on sunglasses interiors. Sunshine gleaming in the blue midday up to my dry skin elbows. Wise bumblebees know this place. The flies won't get here until dinner is served. Photogenic cheeseburgers served with non-traditional condiments kimchi and bacon remoulade. You tune into the pink noise of idling engines, the din of industry, machinery grinding its gears, deep in the footprint of the latest and greatest high-rise condo development, exposed beams staking territorial claims to a place in the city skyline. And if it feels like you're finally getting somewhere, maybe you are. Uh, this poem is called Poem Written the Night Before a New Job. It feels good to live and work again, says the man, before he starts the job he hopes to keep for the duration of his working life. This time, he says, it just feels right. Let's examine the link between a kick in the head and a reset in one's outlook towards life's little luxuries, like an egg fried in butter or mindless afternoons, tossed by storms and strong ale, sunshine in a beer garden. 
Natural fodder for the poetry of life, says the man as he ponders work, what it means to trade his time for money. It feels so good to contribute to society, says the man, and it sounds like what he's really trying to do is convince himself. This poem's called Tales of Near Death. I will bore this in future generations with tellings and boisterous retellings. I will shout it from the water tower atop the beechnut building, tales of near death, tales of our esteemed hero who avoided crushing his testicles by an inch when the ground disappeared. Vivid depictions of plummy black bruises, how they spread on his thigh like black currant jam, eventually yellowing. The stumbling tumble that sent our esteemed hero face-planting into the hot tub's galvanized edge. The impact knocked him out. He splashed into scalding hot tub water, terry cloth, bathrobe soaked. He could have drowned. But the best part is how our esteemed hero didn't spill his drink. The end. Thank you for listening to the Kinging Podcast. If you want to see the live show, sign up for an open mic or contribute to a future episode, you'll find us at Poprex in Sunderland every month. In the meantime, you can find us at King Inc. Spoken Word on Facebook, at King underscore Inc. underscore Poets on Twitter, and at King underscore Inc. underscore Spoken underscore Word on Instagram. King Inc. was produced by James Whitman, with contributions from... Phil Wardle Jilly Harrison Kevin Robson Leanne Maltas Gary the Hat Helen Wilbo and Jay Archer Avery The End <laughs>